1: to helping you win in any marketplace. Brandon Brimes, your host of the consumer quarterback show, powered by Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. And we want to help you win in any marketplace. The goal of this show is to educate, entertain, enlighten, but most importantly, we love it when you engage with us because then we can help you win. The only thing I'm addicted to right now is winning. Got a lot of calls coming in, people reaching out to our hotline, 813-670-7372. You used to call me on my cell phone. 813-670-7372. Call or text that line. That's our off-air line, by the way. Uh, you can call or text that line, any comments, questions you have from the show. Also, bookmark our website, consumerqb.com. A plethora of information available for you on our website, at ConsumerQB.com. Now, on the site, you can see links to all of our expert contributors, all of our attorneys, uh, financial advice, real estate, mortgage, solar companies, all types of niche businesses that are going to help you understand more about those buying decisions out there, help you avoid a lot of the commission-based advice that's so prevalent in our community. And uh, this segment is brought to you by Brothers Easy Moving, the official moving partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show. Brothers Easy Moving, and they do a great job with a lot of our real estate moves and also firsthand experience, I can tell you, uh, from Brothers Easy Moving. They do a great job uh, in Tampa Bay or long distance, so local move or a long distance move. Reach out to Brothers Easy Moving. They are a first-class organization, and they do a wonderful job, I can tell you, from first-hand experience. In studio
2: today, attorney Richard Alexander. Welcome back in, sir. Alexander Law. Thank you, Brandon. I appreciate it, man. It's always a, always an honor and a privilege. best best time of the month for me, man.
1: Yeah, I love yeah. it, man. I love it. I love uh, you know the consumer advocate approach. The things that you're bringing. You do a lot of uh, you know great posts on your social media as well. Doing a real good job out
2: there. Actually, I just want to be half as good as you, man. because yeah. you, you have a strong <laughs> social media presence thank you so and i know it's important and uh yeah i just want to be i just want to be half of what you're doing (laughs) okay well yeah we can
1: uh we can help each other especially with the show content that's part of the the thing we do is we take the content we repurpose that content out there and you know and and we want to be that consumer advocate i think that's what makes us different from a lot of the other shows out there
2: right i agree yeah Yeah,
1: being that consumer advocate we got william crowley on the phones the credit man the credit magician (laughs) welcome to the show via the phone
3: Hey, 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 can you hear me okay? We
1: got you. We got <laughs> you, man.
3: All right, all right. Yes, yeah, it's sir. It's good to be back. It's good to be back in the house. Going to share some good knowledge about how to keep your credit clean. So you won't become the deadbeat that some people are. Yahoo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: All right. Good stuff. So hang on. Hold that thought for one second for me. Let me just uh, reach out for a couple of real estate properties here. Uh, as you know, I'm the owner of Platinum MVP Team, Keller Williams Realty, uh, right here in Tampa Bay. Uh, i got a hot listing. This is a great investment opportunity. 2614 St. John's Avenue, uh, right here in Tampa, St. John's in Tampa 2614 St. John Street that is. Uh, this is an attractive and updated 3 bedroom, 1 bath home in West Tampa. Uh, it's mature landscaping, beautiful property, great investment opportunity for a renter or uh, an investor to rent out or uh, potentially a you know, a nice family home. This is a great opportunity here in Tampa Bay, the heart of West Tampa. Great opportunity. Also, one of my favorite listings in Odessa right now is 12610 Port Marnock. This is a a gorgeous home, large home, and it's Port Marnock Drive in Odessa. Now, this is in the gated community of the Turnberry at the Eagles. And the property has just a beautiful water view in the back, a golf course view, also water views up front, gorgeous flooring on the inside, great layout, and just another one of our hot real estate properties. Check out PlatinumMVPTeam.com for all of our real estate listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.com is
0: All
1: right, so let's uh, jump right into our consumer advocate content. We got William Crowley on the phone, the credit magician, the credit man. Now, William, a lot of times people don't understand their credit. They, they make a lot of assumptions out there. There's a lot of misleading information in the media. Uh, what would you say is the number one uh, factor that you're dealing with most of the time when you're counseling people on their credit?
3: is the whole con- the whole misconception of what they call credit repair. I like to call myself credit restoration assistance, but most people, both the consumer and the lenders, are totally confused about credit repair or credit restoration. I hate to use that word credit repair, but I'll go ahead and do it since everybody's more familiar with that phrase. Everybody thinks it's unethical, immoral, illegal, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And it's not, okay? The consumer laws, which are not taught in the school systems or even in college to that degree, of what a consumer's rights are. Both the lender and the consumer need to be familiar with that because there's a lot of business being lost out there because of misconceptions around people's credit report. Just because a person has bad credit doesn't mean they're a bad person. Right. Things happen. Things happen. There's numerous reasons why. So when a client comes to me, I tell him, you don't have to give me none of the stories as to how I got like that. Let's just deal with it from the point, the perspective of the consumer laws, which is the Fair Credit Reporting Act. There's a combination of the Fair Debt Collection Practice Act and aspects of the Uniform Commercial Code. These laws have to be we have to be familiar with them because the credit reporting agencies are running amok. They're they're damaging people's credit reports and I wouldn't want to, I don't necessarily want to say intentionally, but they've already admitted that the workload is overwhelming. Yeah. They don't have the manpower or the woman power to sustain that workload. In other words, what I mean is every time the credit reporting agency receives information They have to verify this information with the consumer because they're receiving the information from the lender. They have to verify with the consumer if they're going to sell this information or give it out to the realtors, the mortgage brokers, the banks, or anybody where you're applying for credit because that's supposed to be factual information, and it's not factual information. We know the information is true between the consumer and the lender. The problem is is that once the credit reporting agency receives it, if they don't properly verify this information with the consumer, they can't distribute this information as factual information. So it's holding a lot of people back from their livelihood. You know, buying a home, getting great interest rates on credit cards, buying a car, getting, uh, you know, insurance rates, anything that you can think of mm-hmm. in, in the consumer industry. A lot of people being, what you would call being charged higher fees, higher interest rates, and they really shouldn't be because the credit reporting agencies are not following the law. So the, the burden of proof has to be on the consumer. The consumer has to say, Listen, this information on my credit report, yes, I did do it, but I have not been properly, you know, it hasn't been properly verified uh, mm. through the, the credit agency. So, therefore, I'm going to dispute this information using the Fair Credit Reporting Act, and I'm going to challenge the credit reporting agency on due process. Now, once you start this process, folks, you're going to see some miraculous things happen. You're going to see these, this, these true-to-be uh, pieces of information is going to be removed off the credit report. Because we're going after the credit reporting agency. We're not going after the lenders. We know the information is true with the lenders. The credit reporting agencies are putting this information on, and if you don't dispute it, like TransUnion, Equifax, the experience have have said in the past, then that's grounds for it to be removed once the consumer challenges it. If the consumer doesn't challenge it using the Fair Credit Reporting Act, then it's going to stay on there, and it's going to limit your ability or your livelihood in the financial industry. So the biggest misconception is, just because you have bad credit doesn't mean you have to have bad credit. You can legally challenge yourself stuff and have your credit rep- improved literally overnight by implementing some of the tools of the Fair Credit Reporting Act. And so my thing is going around the country, empowering people with the knowledge of the consumer laws so we can we can eradicate this whole misconception that credit repair is immoral, unethical, uh, unreasonable, or whatever you want to label it and say, listen, we have rights. Let's use these rights. And let's improve our lives by, you know, using some of these consumer laws.
1: So what should a client not, do? Yeah, it makes a lot not, of sense, William. When you look at that, mm-hmm. when you think about the way you you wrote that out you, or you you mm-hmm. worded that, it, it's it's yeah. up to the consumer to take action. It's up to the right. consumer to, uh, you know, claim their rights and make their rights uh, known by uh, mm-hmm. you know, addressing it directly with the credit bureaus. Um, let's talk about your credit package. When we mm-hmm. when we offer a credit package, we get a lot of people reaching out, calling in, you know, texting or reaching out to the show for your credit package. Uh, before we do that, let's explain what it is, and then we'll offer it out to the first three or four listeners that text in.
3: Okay, great. Yeah, and uh, we're going to give you – we do a free consultation, in other words, and we're going to go over all of this stuff I just mentioned. Then we're going to encourage you to put a promotional block on your credit report, okay? We're going to give you the number. I can even get it out over there ahead of time, but it'll be part of the package as <laughs> well. The promotional block, that prevents you from becoming what they call a victim of identity theft. It lessens your visibility with the credit reporting agencies because the credit reporting agencies are no longer able to sell your information because you're taken off that list. I encourage everybody to take advantage of that promotional block as part of the promotional package that we're putting out. Everybody should put a promotional block on their credit report. Whether your credit is good or bad, make sure you have a promotional block on it. It's a free service that the credit reporting agencies, Give out, but they don't, they don't advertise this because they need, they need to have your name on there so they can sell your information. So get off of that list. That's the first step. Then we're going to show you um, the Fair Credit Reporting Act, the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act, and certain aspects of the Uniform Commercial Code. We're also going to tell you a little bit about how to, work, how to do a validation of debt letter to collectors and to cease and desist. These are, these are tools that most credit repair companies <clears throat> aren't familiar with, or they charge you an arm and a leg to uh, to take part in that service, right? But the val- the validation of debt letters are are I w- I want to say simple letters, but the legal letters that you want to use in addressing a collection. I always say on this show, never ever pay a collection or a collector, but never ever ignore the collector. Right? Yes, they are. They are. Op- are. They are operating outside the realms of the law because they're collecting on debts that have already been satisfied, but we can't hold them truly accountable until we dispute the debt. If we right. don't dispute it, like I had said with the disputing the, the, uh, the actions of the credit reporting agency, you must dispute the, actor, the actions of the collectors as well. If you don't, then that debt that you really did know, now you've committed yourself to that debt because you didn't take the opportunity to dispute the debt. They give you that option right. in the information that they send out to you.
1: All right, good stuff. William Crowley, the credit yeah. magician. And we're going to offer a credit package for the first three listeners. All you have to do is text the word credit to our Consumer Advocate Hotline. Just text credit to 813-670-7372. If you'd like to uh, take him up on that offer, get the credit package from William Crowley, the credit magician. Text credit to 813 670 Seven three seven two, And we're going to put you right in touch with William Crowley, the credit magician. William, thanks for calling in. We appreciate those nuggets of advice. Thank you for having me on, buddy. Hey, my pleasure. Have a good one. Okay. All right. right. That's William Crowley, a.k.a. the credit man. We got the credit package offer out there. We'll see you right on the other side of this break. We got Richard Alexander in the house, Esquire, Alexander Law, and uh, we're gonna talk some legal stuff. We're gonna jump into some legal this new texting law that just came out. What does it mean? How is it enforced? Uh the Fourth Amendment. And we're gonna talk about Miranda rights as well, right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this short timeout.
0: Hey, I'm Ken Shamrock, and you're here with Consumer Quarterback Show. And I say, Brandon Rhymes, knock out your competition.
1: You're listening to the
0: Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events
1: and life in Tampa Bay. Online at consumerqb.com. Welcome back, Brandon Rhymes. Here, Consumer Quarterback Show, powered by the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty, and uh, this segment is brought to you by the Lucky Dill Restaurant. They've got a deli. A New York City bar. They got a Brooklyn bakery, catering, banquets, and more. And it's home of the sandwich that ate Brooklyn. Excellent food, very friendly service staff, and they have just an awesome ambiance and environment in there. It's got that New York flavor to it, that New York style, TVs, uh, lots of sports on. Just a great opportunity. Right here in Tampa, they're located at 4606 West Boy Scout Boulevard in Tampa. LuckyDillDeli.com is their web address. They also have a location on uh, US 19 North in Palm Harbor, just north of Tampa Road, right there. Uh, great opportunity to have some wonderful lunch, some food, actually breakfast as well is great. I've had the breakfast there as well. The Lucky Dill Deli and the Lucky Dill Restaurant, the official restaurant partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show. All right, back here in studio, we got attorney richard alexander in the house alexander law we're going to jump into some of these new laws i love how you bring in these updates uh before we do i just want to let you know about a hot property listing on the river in tampa 223 south river hills this is a great opportunity if you love that waterfront living like i do 223 south river hills drive temple terrace stunning five bedroom 2.5 bath single family home on a conservation lot on the Hillsborough River and it's almost a half an acre lot in the heart of Temple Terrace great real estate property perfect for the family that wants to live close to USF or close to the uh, you know the attractions in that area great opportunity to purchase real estate here in beautiful Tampa Bay check it out at platinummvpteam.com
0: somewhere, somewhere.
1: All right. Let's jump right into it. Attorney Richard Alexander in the house. I love the legal talk, you know, the legal brain that, you know, we bring in sometimes that it's, just, it's an opportunity for people to understand uh, some of these new laws. I mean, Really, where do you learn f- about these new laws other than, you know, programs like this? You can read the paper, but the paper is not really going to explain it. But the, so, yeah, let's let's jump into the new texting law. This texting law just came out. What do you think about
2: that? Yeah, I just saw that, and uh, Governor DeSantis is uh, either going to sign or has already signed it. But when, you know, when I when I first read about it, I went, mm, "Good luck enforcing that," right? Because it's going to be a primary offense, which means law enforcement can pull you over just for that. Wow. So you know, good luck enforcing and testifying as to whether or not somebody was actually testing, you know, texting on the phone when you pull that person over, mm-hmm. or texting on the phone.
1: That's scary, is it? But does it mm-hmm. come down to? Uh, you know, an officer's testimonial versus a citizen, and who does the judge choose to side with, Uh, right? Well,
2: I think it's exactly going to come down to that. You know, it's a lot different from a speeding ticket because law enforcement, they come in with their radar certification or the speedometer certification, you know, and they they can present that as evidence, you know, so it's it's physical along with the oral testimony. Right. But, you know, this is one of those situations that you can't seize the phone, you can't look through the phone, because the U.S. Supreme Court has already spoken on, you know, getting a warrant to go through a phone. Mm. And I I don't know how they're going to prove that. I I really don't. I think it's going to have to come down to if it, you know, if it is testimony, who does the judge believe? Who does the judge think is more credible? Sometimes,
1: go go ahead, sorry. I mean,
2: think about it. Why Mm -hmm. couldn't you say, well, you're I was on Google Maps at the time. Yeah. Or I was answering a phone call. Yeah. Or, you know, I mean, any, any reason anybody can be on the phone and, I don't know if they're going to have some built-in exceptions to texting mm-hmm. and driving, but the fact that it's a primary offense, I I just don't know how law enforcement is going to enforce that, or even if they they're going to. It's kind of scary that you could get pulled over just because someone
1: thinks that you're actually texting. You know, because then okay, now you know now I smell marijuana in, in the car. You or got now it. I, oh, I see an open container that was from last week. You know, or, or it leads oh. to so many potential you know, the, the unintended consequences.
2: Well, and that's exactly why, you know, this has fourth amendment implications, not just because of getting into the cell phone, mm-hmm. which we know they can't seize or go into, but the other, you know, the other problem is, yeah, what, what is this going to lead to? The slippery slope, mm-hmm. if you will, Uh, you know, like you said, you, you pull over the car for a primary offense and all of a sudden, Hey, is that marijuana? Mm-hmm. You know, uh oh! Yeah, now you got a
1: problem. So remind our listeners: uh, the Fourth Amendment. Which one is that? Well,
2: what well, the Fourth Amendment is part of the original Bill of Rights, mm-hmm. you know, which is the first ten amendments, and the Fourth Amendment says, you know, unreasonable. The, the most important thing is unreasonable searches and seizures. Got it. Now, I, I'm fortunate enough; I've been blessed where I teach constitutional law, and I tell my students, "Well, what can you assume from the phrase unreasonable searches and seizures?" Mm. That the framer said, well, there's going to be some searches and seizures that are reasonable. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to spell those out right now. We're right. just saying that they're out there. Yeah. And, you know, the, the U.S. Supreme Court has carved out many, and I mean many exceptions to having a search warrant. Mm. And this began, you know, roughly in the 50s and 60s. And, you know, they went from being, you know, more protective of people to starting getting more. Law enforcement friendly mm. where they just coming <laughs> what's an example of that uh, like- well, uh, let me give you an example of one of my favorite stories. Okay. okay it's a great war story because I had a guy that was pulled over on the interstate FHP yep and uh, you know they they pull him over and FHP does this without a doubt. they always say, uh, can I search the vehicle mm. on a you know routine traffic stop
1: wow.
2: and uh, you know they, they want to get into the trunk,
1: yeah you
2: know and the guy says, my client says, yeah, go right ahead. And well, they pop open the trunk, and lo and behold, this guy's carrying about ten kilos of marijuana. no way i uh, no, I'm not kidding. Why would he say go ahead? Well, Bluff. that's what I asked the client i <laughs> 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 like were you he was probably consuming his own product i the time. <laughs> I asked the client why did you let f h p get into the trunk? Yeah, and he said, I thought he was bluffing. ooh. And I said, he's not bluffing. Yeah. He knows consent is one of the exceptions to a warrant. Yes. So if you say go right ahead, that's exactly what he's going to do. Wow. So I couldn't even contest the seizure of the drugs because he consented to the search. Wow. And he admitted it, you know, he it, wrote, he wrote out a statement to it. Now it, I I'm dead.
1: It's like education too, you know, and I look at it almost like, you know, like the rapper Jay-Z has that one, that one song, you know, my drug com- glove compartments locked. So is the trunk in the back. You can't, I know my rights are going to need a warrant for that. You know? So I think you see that how it comes over across culturally too. Like they're educating right. their, uh, you know, listeners through, the rap music in that case, with uh, the Jay Z uh, song,
2: right? And you know, the thing is, that the U.S. Supreme Court has just carved out so many exceptions. I mean, I- I'll give you another one: uh, a dog, a dog hit. If a dog, you know, hits on a car, okay, that's it. They're going to tear that car apart mm. because the dog is now probable cause. Okay. And I once had a case when I was a prosecutor. that had to come in with the canine unit, and you know, he testified as to the training the experience of the dog, you know, how many hits have they had before, what's his percentage of, you know, hitting on cars. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we had a motion suppressed because the dog hit on the accused. That was a prosecutor at the time. What's the definition of a hit in this context? The dog starts scratching or alerts the deputy that, hey, there's something, you know, there's something here. Okay. Depending what the dog's been trained to do, you know, as opposed to cadaver dogs or, you know, drug dogs or, uh, you know, uh, fruit that's been tainted. Mm -hmm. You know, customs, they have custom dogs for to smell out tainted fruit that shouldn't be in, shouldn't come in this country, you know, things like that, you know. Um, So it depends what the dog's been trained to hit.
1: Right. So we're talking with attorney Richard Alexander here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Uh, Interesting stuff here, um, Richard. Now, for our listeners out there, what type of law do you practice and how how would you be able to help our listeners?
2: Well, we do personal injury and criminal defense. Uh, You know, personal injury is, uh, I think everybody knows, you know, motor vehicle accidents, slip and falls. And uh, criminal defense, of course, is someone's been accused of a crime, you know, and I I tell people all the time, I've, I've chosen the two fields of law in which I don't normally see people at their best. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh, but I love it, man, because a lot of times I get a I get a chance to be part of justice. And, you know, there's there's nothing. There's no exception to that. Yeah. Family law is another one that would be tough. I don't know how lawyers do that. I mean, when I find out an attorney that practices family law, the first thing I say is, God bless you, man. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's uh, it's stressful, not just for the client, Mm -hmm. but the way the attorneys deal with each other Mm. when it comes to family law, because it's almost like the attorney is going through it himself or herself. Right. And they get very personal. Mm-hmm. And they take it out on opposing counsel. Yeah, they do. And I, I just I don't want any part of that. Yeah, it's tough,
1: man, because you you want to try to be empathetic as as uh, as you can, uh, but man, yeah, that's that's high emotions. That's high stakes on the table when you're dealing with your family, your children. Uh, kind of similar. Sometimes in real estate, you know, you're selling somebody's asset, and oh, the appraiser said this, and it's not worth that. It should be worth more. You know, very challenging, uh, some dynamics there as well. So stay with us right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. More from attorney Richard Alexander on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Our feel-good story of the day is a good one as well. Shaquille O'Neal pays a forward childhood good deed. So... Interesting, interesting story here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Follow us online at Brandon Rhymes 1 on Instagram and Twitter and the Consumer Quarterback Show page out there on Facebook. We'll see you right after this short timeout. Thanks for listening to my daddy's show. For more information, go to ConsumerQB.com. To
0: get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com.
1: All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Brandon Rhymes here, your host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, powered by the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty, helping you win in any marketplace. That's our number one goal. On the buying side of real estate, we're going to help you make sure you're offering correctly based on comparable market analysis, uh, based on the absorption rates and the trend in not only the county, uh, but also the actual uh, zip code and neighborhood on the buy side. We're going to protect you there. On the selling side, we're going to, of course, make sure we price the property property appropriately. We're also going to look at absorption rates and pricing, uh, but it's more about exposure piece, the exposure of your real estate listing. How are you going to get maximum exposure to help you sell it faster for more money? And of course, we work with investors as well. We've got some great off-market opportunities, buying houses, cash, lots of ways we can help you. Check out platinummvpteam.com, platinummvpteam.com. 1701 Mariner Way in Tarpon Springs, half an acre. Uh, A property lot updated uh, recently with some new sod, uh, some landscaping, great opportunity on the inside. It's gorgeous, beautiful flooring and a light color granite in the kitchen uh, with some beautiful uh, backsplash. Beautiful property here in Tarpon Springs area. Great real estate investment opportunity. One one five five six one hundred and tenth. 110th. Uh, this is in Pinellas Park, Largo area. Great opportunity, again, for an investor. Solid block home. One one five five six one hundred and tenth 110th Terrace in Largo. It's right by the Pinellas Trail as well. One of Florida's most popular and unique urban pathways. Over 50 miles of biking, walking, and running trails. Three bedroom, two bath property. PlatinumMVPteam.com. Somewhere. Somewhere. And this segment is brought to you by the Bill Maher Beach Resort, the official hotel partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show, the beautiful Bill Maher Beach Resort on Gulf Boulevard, Treasure Island. Fantastic and generous amenities to make your vacation that much more special. Beautiful opportunity. Great hotel uh, right on the beach and uh Clyde Smith the general manager calls it a Two Beer Beach it's one of the few beaches that you can have open container on the beach interesting topic Richard as well right you know drinking on the beach uh and then you know you walk to you got two beers so he says it takes you two beers to walk because it's such a long beach it's a beautiful hotel two pools on site Sloppy Joe's restaurant just a great real estate property uh here in Tampa Bay uh, and go say hello to Clyde Smith general manager uh, Bill Marby Resort, the official hotel partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show, right here in beautiful Tampa Bay.
0: Shining, the weather is sweet.
1: All right, so we're having a uh, you know fun conversation about the law, you know, different changes to the law, the enforcement of the law, different amendments, the Bill of Rights. We got Attorney Richard Alexander here uh, in studio. Uh, and, and it's when you think about texting and driving or drinking and driving, interesting studies out there. You've read some studies about the effects of texting
2: versus drinking. Yeah, I have. And uh, I mean, they're shocking to say the least, because some of the studies I've read, there, texting is worse mm. than drunk driving because of the amount of time someone spends texting. Yeah. And they don't realize that they're still traveling down the road at whatever rate of speed. Yeah. And, you know, their eyes are literally off the road for anywhere between, you know, five and 10 seconds. Wow. And at the same time, they're also traveling at 40, 50, 60 miles an hour. Yeah. So they're covering a great deal of distance. Yeah. And the difference between that and DUIs is that what alcohol and marijuana does, is going to slow down your reaction. Yep. But it won't necessarily take your mind, your eyes off the road. Right. And that's really the difference. You're going to react. It's just a slower time of reaction. It might make you a little bit more... Uh, you know, hey, I'm going to run that red light. Correct.
1: I'm going to hit the accelerator, coming around the corner, and you know, mess around and get a little sideways. Correct.
2: I'll hit a curb, something like that. You know. Um, but you know, the texting is you—you are literally in a a three thousand pound you know, steel, yeah. you know, machine going down the road and you haven't looked up for approximately five to 10 seconds. Yeah. That's ridiculous. It's, man. it's insane. Yeah. You
1: know, people, So some people just can't do it. Some people are just straight, you know, goofy and but, but, but as it comes, you know, right. and they're trying to multitask and they're just, you know, they're, they're the people that are not the motor skills and, you know, they're just, especially the, the young people, uh, reminds me too, we were talking about.
2: Well, can I, let me just add one more yeah, thing because what I think is going to happen mm-hmm. is I think we're going to go to hands-free cell phone eventually. Mm. I, I just think it's inevitable. A lot of the states are doing it. I think Florida is going to get right behind them and eventually go where you can't even have a cell phone in your hand. Yeah. And you're either going to have to have it, you know, through the, uh, the, the intercom, the system in the car. Yep. Or hands-free, like, you know, a little device on the dashboard. That's what I got. I got a
1: little clip thing. I just clip it right there, and I can at
2: least see it and, you know, stuff coming. out. I think we're going to go to that. Wait till the red light. If you want to check a
1: text, wait till you get to the red light. Wait till you get to, you know, if you stay off your email, you don't need to get on email that much either out there. But, you know, if we're talking with attorney Richard Alexander here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, texting and driving equals drunk, almost the same as drunk driving, and, and some may say worse. Uh, so hands-free cell phone, that's the point. And then I was making the point of also where you have the cameras in the dash of the car or on the front uh, bumper of the car. I think more and more people are having those in-dash cameras for all types of protection just so they know what actually happened.
2: Uh, from a practical measure, it's it's a great move. And you know, typically when I see a lot of those videos on YouTube, some of them are really fascinating. Yeah. But almost always, it's, it's a, a country in Europe. Mm. you know, where either Germany or France or England, you know, something like that, because I don't know if the insurance laws are different in that part of the world, but they typically have them on the front dash to protect themselves from, again, I'm not sure if it's different there, but it seems like a lot of the countries in Europe have that just as a matter of fact. You know, people, there just either, you know, they're being sued unnecessarily or, yep. you know, maybe uh, the crime rate. I, I don't know what it is, why the reason is, but yep. is it a good idea? Absolutely.
1: Let me ask you a question. So, I'm also a, a concealed permit holder, uh, gun for gun carry, and it was interesting. I just signed up with U.S. and Texas Law Shield because the moment you have to pull your trigger, you're put in that position. Now, what Thomas King from Florida Firearms Academy says is now you're committing a crime to stop a crime or to, uh, you know, defend your family. So this U.S. and Texas Law Shield, I signed up for it. It's like twenty bucks a month, and it and it gives you. Uh, the ability to call an attorney twenty four seven three sixty five if something were to happen like that that's part of the membership yeah wow. it's really cool like you know it's literally fifteen to twenty bucks and it gives you that peace of mind and there's multiple examples I was going through their YouTube page and there's multiple examples of you know for example a lady was uh, her they they went out to a nice dinner or something her brother and her husband got into an argument and they're big guys they're outside fighting in the yard going at it she comes out fires a warning shot into the ground. Of course, the sheriff, deputy they come and arrest her. Right. Yeah, so so she said, OK, well, you know, so that was one example. Improper but, discharge. But yeah. there was multiple examples. And a lot of right. them, I was surprised since we're on the topic of, of motor vehicles and driving. Uh, there's a lot of them with road rage incidents. So the guy gets out of the car, comes back, gets all up in the old man's face. And he's he's got the gun right here. You know, there's multiple cases. So. I guess, you know, I would say, you know, look up U.S. and Texas Law Shield. If you're a concealed permit holder, that's one consumer advocate tip. But secondly, you know, these cameras come to defense of the, the innocent person in many cases. Yeah, there's
2: no question they can be used as video evidence. Yes. I mean, this, you know, the, the, from a practical matter, obviously, it, it's just a great move. Yeah. Because you, you're preserving evidence. And, and what juries, juries love one thing more than anything else. They love video. Video evidence. And that's why they videotape, you know, almost all DUI stops. Yep. Because you literally can show these six, you know, people sitting in the box as to what happened that night. Yep. And they, they love video evidence more than anything else, in my yeah. experience.
1: There was another example of a, of a lady. It was a similar, it was a road rage incident. The lady came out, got up in this this older uh, senior citizen's face. Uh, and she, she, I think she may have showed the gun or pulled the gun, but didn't use the gun. And then the other person went and complained to law enforcement claiming that she had fired her gun and didn't. So she flat out lied. The detective contacted her. She says, no, I didn't. Here's, I will gladly surrender my gun for testing. So you can see it's been, I haven't shot Hmm. that gun. And she said, I haven't shot that gun in 12 to 18 weeks. And this event happened like two or three weeks ago. She said, no, I'll gladly surrender my weapon. Please charge it. Let me know anytime. She said like the next week or the next day, she's walking out in her yard. And, and mind you, this lady's like 76 years old, gray hair, you know, older lady. She's walking out in her yard. All of a sudden, she notices SWAT surrounding her house, comes up to her and says, ma'am, put your hands up, uh, you're, you're under arrest. And she's, she thought it was a joke. She's like, is this a joke? What's going on? And she, no, they came to arrest her so that it's weird how these things happen in law enforcement. Sometimes they just make an assumption. And now they're going to arrest this 76-year-old lady who didn't do anything except Defend herself. I, I don't remember if she brandished the weapon or not, but she didn't fire it. The other person lied and said she did, and then there they just go and arrest her or go to detain her.
2: Yeah, that, I mean that's obviously a bad situation because you know now she's got to worry about bonds. She's going to be in jail. You know she's going to have to hire a lawyer. And, that's right. You know it's it's, it's a problem, man. I that's mean,
1: why I signed up for that U.S. and Texas law shield. You yeah. never know when you're going to need something like that.
2: I, I, look, I I've. I have friends that are law enforcement officers, you know, retired uh, law enforcement, yep. retired military. And, you know, the people I meet, they're they're just good people. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that maybe the pressure for some law enforcement agencies, particularly on DUI cases, you know, is yep. so, you know, so big to bear yep. that, you know, that's how mistakes are made. But. Um, I, I've just had great experiences with the police officers I've met, both as a prosecutor and as a defense attorney. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, but, uh, yeah, it's...
1: Um, there's a lot of great ones, and there's a few bad apples,
2: you know, and you see that on like these, in any these YouTube. Yeah. Exactly. You see it on these
1: YouTube videos, the problems, you know, You and then you find out the behind the story, like what Correct. actually happened before the video camera was turned on. Correct. I, I definitely support law enforcement. My cousin's actually a sheriff of Hendry County down in South Florida. But, you know, in certain situations, when you pull a gun and you are defending yourself, now, all of a sudden, you're the bad guy and they're going to make assumptions. You're going to go to jail, like you said, and you're going to get bonded. You're going to have, you know, you got all these expenses. Uh, so, again, that's why I signed up with the U.S. Taxes and Law Shield. But uh, more from attorney Richard Alexander when we come back. Uh, we're going to jump into our lightning round, top tips, nuggets of advice uh, from attorney Richard Alexander here. Personal injury attorney, criminal defense attorney right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, as well as our feel-good story of the day about Shaquille O'Neal uh, helping out a childhood good deed, repaying a good deed. Right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, consumerqb.com. This is work done and you're listening to the real estate quarterback show hosted by my man Brandon Rhymes.
0: To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372 online at consumerqb.com.
1: qb.com
0: you're listening to the consumer quarterback brandon rimes cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life
1: in tampa bay Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Brandon Rimes here, your host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, owner of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. We are hiring agents right now, setting records, looking for agents to help us with our growth. Uh, If you know of anybody looking to future-proof their real estate business, we'd love to talk to them. Uh, Have them reach out on our hotline, 813-670-7372, our consumer advocate hotline, 813-670-7372.
0: Seven, three, seven, two. Baby, number,
1: number. And every day we're going to tell you something positive here in our feel good segment of the day. Tell me good. All right. So Shaquille O'Neal pays a forward childhood good deed. So uh, Shaquille O'Neal has just made one a new fan Uh, for life and a teenager who has been struggling to find shoes that fit his feet. So Zach Keith, maybe only 13 years old, but the young basketball player is already size 18 uh, feet. His mother has been unable to find extra large sneakers for her son, but luckily O'Neal heard about the family's dilemma and was inspired to help. Since O'Neal famously wears size 23, he could empathize with Zach's struggle for fitted footwear. The retired NBA legend faced the same uh, predicament uh, when he was just 18 years old college student searching for size 18 penny loafers to wear to high school prom. So Bruce Talliber, who is one of the owners of the Friedman shoes in Atlanta, Georgia gave O'Neill a free pair of shoes for prom. And O'Neill has been shopping at the shoe store ever since. O'Neill has never forgotten that act of kindness from his childhood. So he, as a means of paying it forward, he invited Zach and his mother to Friedman shoes and bought the teenager 10 pair of different shoes. I thought this was a good thing to do. O'Neill told CBS kid plays basketball and Bruce did it for me. I just want to return the favor. The shack. Old Shaq man, he's he's still having some fun on TV. Every now and then you see him on uh, some of those. What is it? CB? what's he on TBS or something like that? He's on uh, one of the net, TNT basketball. You see him doing. Yeah, that. he
2: always gets into arguments with Charles Barkley. With Barkley, yeah.
1: yeah. Him and Barkley go at it from time to time. Pretty funny. But uh, yep, the Shaqster paying it forward there. All right, let's jump into our lightning round here.
3: The lightning round. I am
0: so good at lightning. I majored in lightning rounds.
1: All right, top tips, nuggets of advice, parting words of wisdom, attorney Richard Alexander.
2: Well, I'm just going to bootstrap on what William Crowley spoke about earlier. And he talked a lot about knowledge and knowledge is power. And I I always say that. I have it on my website. And I tell clients all the time, listen, don't be a victim. You know, don't allow yourself to be a victim. And all you got to do is reach out, you know, send that text, make that phone call. But, you know, if you're going to sit back and just say, well, I'm going to let the system work me over it, it will. Mm. It, it will gladly do that That's and it'll right. do it repeatedly. Yeah. So, yeah, just reach out man, knowledge is power. Don't be a victim, take control of your future and and have the
1: initiative. I think you know, I was in a Absolutely. panel. I was in a panel yesterday. They were uh hosting a panel at our Keller Williams office in Clearwater, uh Palm Harbor, uh which has uh, 485 agents or so. So we, we, we were on a panel, uh, where it was to team or not to team. So as a real estate agent, you can be a single agent or you can join a team, right? If you need, if you want to have that team atmosphere, that ability to grow the resources that come with the team. And especially with our team, you know, with the radio and TV show model, we're, we're very different in that sense. So I was on a panel and and we were talking about different strategies for people and why you might want to join a team. There were three different teams up there represented, but that was one of my you know major advice you know to the to the real estate agents that were in the room i said you know it really comes down to uh pareto principle you know the 80 20 rule what mm. can you do what can you f- you know first of all the power of focus you know if you can focus on those 20% of key tasks on a daily basis that are going to contribute to your success and it really is there's you know if you write down 10 or 15 things that you do there's probably the top 2 or 3 that actually move the needle to success more than others you know so that's what I always say is just focus on that 20 that key 20% of those tasks that's going to move you toward your goal well that's- it's powerful stuff,
2: man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really is. Because you're talking about the little things, doing the little things, you know, right and doing them often. Yep, yeah. absolutely. So, with the law, let's go back to law. Did we cover everything? We want to talk about Miranda rights, too? Uh, that's a little bit more, you know, uh, a little bit lengthy. We could probably spend five minutes on it if you want to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, mostly because I get a lot of clients, you know, when I do the criminal defense side of it, that uh, they think the fact that someone has a red Miranda. Means the case is going to get dismissed. Okay. You know, and, and I'm not telling you this is across the board. People are just 100% convinced that they didn't read me my Miranda warnings. You know, so you should get the case dismissed. Uh, yeah, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> That's you know, a TV. That's yeah, Hollywood. Yeah, it's Hollywood. Yeah. You know, and, and the thing about Miranda is, first of all, it's not in the Constitution. Mm. Okay. So this is really a case that came out of a very one of the most famous, if maybe not the most famous U.S. Supreme Court case ever, which is Miranda versus Arizona. Okay. And basically, the bottom line of that case is um, Ernesto Miranda. The case mm-hmm. is named after. wasn't a nice guy, you know. He, uh, you know, uh, abducted and raped this uh, this uh, female, and uh, he uh, was arrested by in Arizona, and they questioned him for hours and hours and hours, and finally they got a signed confession from him. Hmm. You know, that's basically what the law is. You know, what what that case is. Yeah. And you know, the U.S. Supreme Court got a hold of it and said, listen, you know, when you if you're going to do that to somebody. You know, you're going to have to let them know what's at stake. Yeah. What they're jeopardizing. And if you're going to do that, we're going to have you read these warnings. Yeah. Unfortunately, they named after they named it after a guy that's not very nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's, he was a despicable person. Yeah, he sounds like it. But yeah, he was. I mean, even after that, you know, he still wound up back in jail. Wow. And, you know, they said, listen, you, you just got to tell them that, you know, what they're about to say or do it's gonna be held against them in the future. Yeah, You need to also let them know that they have a right to an attorney
1: mm-hmm.
2: and they can stop questioning whenever they want. You know, so and the, the difference of Miranda is that there's two prongs to any Miranda case. Okay. And this is what I tell clients all the time is I, I said, listen, they don't have to read your Miranda. They don't have to question you. They don't have to ask you anything about you know, what just transpired. When if they do, however, mm-hmm. then they have to read Miranda and you know, talk to you about it. Mm. But number one, if you're not in custody, they don't have to read your Miranda warnings. Mm. If you're in custody and they don't ask you any questions, they don't have to read your Miranda warnings. Mm. It's a two-pronged test. You have to be in custody, and law enforcement has to start asking you all these questions. If you don't have both of those present, they don't have to read your Miranda.
1: You know, you know it reminds me of the whole, you, know, you have the right to remain silent, you have the mm-hmm. right to, to an attorney. It reminds me of the '80s when they had that when when Crockett, Tug, Crockett and Tubbs, yeah, and Miami Vice, Miami Vice yeah. That was like part of their intro music to the show, wasn't right, it? it? Right, right. Part. I think it was some kind of a part of that intro to the show. But uh, yeah, we're so we're talking with attorney Richard Alexander here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. If you've been if you've been pulled over, if you've got a criminal defense act, or maybe someone you know or love, uh, if you've got a personal injury case, um, slip and fall, auto accidents, what else would you be looking for out there, Richard? How can you help people?
2: Uh, actually i can help you by just calling me yeah uh, i think uh, i talk a lot about this preventive law you know what preventive medicine is yeah you go see the doctor so you don't have to see the doctor yeah i i do the same thing with law you know you mm. talk to the lawyer so you don't have to go talk to the lawyer in the future yeah so i think like i said knowledge is power i, I think it's an honor and a privilege that i'm able to practice law because uh, the you know yeah i have to get a law license yeah and i went through an amazing background scrutiny just to even uh, qualify to get a law license in Florida, right. so uh, it's just an honor and a privilege. And listen, just just call, just reach out. Yeah. Reach out to our
1: hotline. You know our consumer advocate hotline, and, and we'll put you right in touch with attorney Richard Alexander uh, here. Um, and, and there's there's some interesting cases going on too now with uh, the the National uh, Association of Realtors. The top 20 real estate companies are being sued by this group out of Chicago. I should get an update on that. I, I've talked about it a couple times on the show. I don't know what the update is. I haven't seen it, but uh, they're basically suing uh, the whole process. They're saying, hey. This isn't the whole way that the real estate business is run where the seller has to pay the buyer agent's commission and the listing agent's commission. Right, they're, that's they're,
2: my understanding. Yeah. They're putting that whole system on trial. Have you have you followed that at all or heard of it? No. Yeah. No. wow. If that, wow. I was going to say that will literally put the real estate you know, game on its head. Scary. Yeah. And, and, you know, when you look at Keller Williams, Remax,
1: a lot of the other companies, they're like, ah, they're not giving much credence to it. They're, they don't, they they don't hold, they're they're holding back their opinion. But, you know, my opinion would be, hey, you know, you you look at it, they're selling the asset. They've got the equity in the home. Otherwise they wouldn't offer a a buyer side commission. And we've invented this multiple listing service. When you put the property on Hmm. the multiple listing service, that property is going to go out to all the websites. Everybody's going to see it. So in essence, you know, the way that we fund the whole real estate business is you offer a real estate commission to both a listing agent who's going to do marketing and, and uh, negotiations and contracts and legal and then the buyer agent who works hard too. They're going to drive these clients around, show them all these properties, help them structure the offers, look at the comparables, you know, and everything else that a buyer agent does. So, you know, I, it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see where that goes. But the firm that do, that's uh, bringing that case has successfully won against, I think it was like Volkswagen or Audi, you know, some pretty big cases uh, in terms of a class action type suit.
2: Well, you, you know, just listening to you talk about this is that if there's one thing courts hate to do is and they won't do it, they do not get into the minds of private contracts. Mm. They don't want to get into what were you thinking when you entered into the contract and what were you thinking when you entered into the contract? Mm. Corporations are completely different, yeah. you know, because they'll give the benefit of it out to the consumer. Good. But in cases of private party contracts, right. courts absolutely refuse to get involved in those. Yeah. Because mm. they want that benefit of the bargain, the meeting of the minds to take place. Yes. And they don't want to second guess anybody when they signed the contract. I'm talking outside of fraud, obviously, and misrepresentation, you know, things like that. But courts just hate doing that.
1: Always a pleasure. Richard Alexander, attorney Richard Alexander, Alexander Law. Uh, right here a top attorney in the Tampa Bay area reach out to him personal injury law criminal defense and uh, of course he's also an educator as well he takes great pride in being an educator Uh, so hey another great show we want you to please go out there consider committing a random act of kindness and we'll see you next time right here on the consumer quarterback show follow us online at Brandon rhymes one on Instagram and Twitter consumer quarterback show pages on Facebook and hit me up on LinkedIn as well we'll see you next time
0: On AM 1380, The Biz.